Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. She's being contacted. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode of It's Me, Not You. Hello, Jake. Hey. Hey. Hi, Melissa. Hello. So for today's episode, we kind of want to talk about crystals and maybe how we use them to connect with our team, with our angels, or maybe if we're just doing like a specific practice with it. And Jake wanted to do this topic. So Jake, we're going to start with you. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah. So um, I, we've talked about it before, like kind oh. of how how I like to work and shimmy through my practice but essentially i view crystals as they all have a spirit right so they're all little communities of different helpers for different reasons with a whole bunch of different personalities um so for me in my practice i have kind of a few staple crystals that i've always found myself gravitating back towards and then of course i'll find some additional ones just kind of more circumstantial to be honest if i'm in a certain place or in a certain funk that i think maybe something like serpentine specifically might be helpful for you know um my main ones are usually always, I'm literally holding my smoky quartz. I didn't even mean to be. Um, smoky quartz for me, I love it just as somebody who whose brain operates a million miles a second. I think smoky quartz is an incredibly grounding stone and just really beautiful for discernment, number one. So it's great for beginners trying to trust your intuition. Um, those who are trying to kind of break into meditation for the first time or kind of get to that next level with meditation. I think it's just an incredibly grounding and focal stone for me. So I've always had a really special love um, for the energy of smoky quartz. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little cliche, but honestly, clear quartz. I love clear quartz. It's just so versatile, right? So you can charge it with a certain energy, a certain intention. Um, you can kind of tie it up to a certain deity if you'd like, or a certain spirit if you would like. Um love uh, clear quartz just because i'm number one somebody who has always dealt with chronic fatigue so i think that quartz is just a really powerful stone to kind of help you get to that space if you're doing reiki readings all anything in between just to kind of give you that extra zhush of energy to push you through too um and kind of help you raise the vibration if you don't feel like you've got all those uh marbles together that day right yeah um and we can get into the specific ones later but how about you guys what ones do you love melissa well, I'm currently obsessed with my garden quartz. Garden quartz Beautiful. is a really fabulous quartz. It is. I There's love. just so much in it that just spending time kind of meditating with it. Mm-hmm. You're right there, Rachel. Yeah, I was having a moment because scenic quartz thought- and garden quartz are like very similar. And then I was just like, they're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I was having oh, a moment, I guess- clearly. I was like zoning out. I, I use... <laughs> very specific crystals like I have one crystal that's my teaching crystal and I don't change you know how how we've talked in the past about having like a working candle I have like a working crystal Mm. so when I wear that crystal 
it tells the angels, the other side, I'm ready to teach my mediumship. They're not coming through. Mm-hmm. Then I have a bag that I specifically wear with a mix of crystals for mediumship. When I put that on, it like opens up the waiting room to the other side. So I don't like to change those two things because it says to the other side as well. They've gotten to know it. Like they've gotten to know that this is the key and how it opens up. But then depending on what I'm doing, my helper crystal, that will vary for whatever purpose it is that I'm teaching or um, trying to learn more about. This garden one definitely keeps me grounded and gets all the elementals going. I will say that I pretty much I kind of rotate through crystals. I have um, like right now I'm using like this amethyst. It's a Shang amethyst. Mm. and um so every night when actually i used to i like oh yeah i think i recognize that one you do and i'm like you do so i have like these different kinds of amethysts that i use like every single night and honestly (laughs) i throw them in my shirt and i put on a guided meditation and they are my they i I don't know they do sleep with me they're my friends i guess And I wake up and I'm like, they're so hot, but it's very interesting because I can feel, and I know Tony's the same way because she sleeps with holding one in her hand too. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's like, I feel like a sense of oh, where, where is it? Like when I, when I go to bed and I, I don't have them with me mm-hmm. and then I use um pre-height, this is, they call this the healers healer. And I use Archangel Raphael with this one, whenever I'm doing healing work. So I do like the idea of um, how Melissa has like a bag that's designated for certain purposes. I think I probably switch in and out with crystals as I go, you know, and it's just, and I do feel like crystals find you. Like, it's like, okay, now you need to work with this one. Like just how you just got that um, scenic quartz, Melissa. Like, it's Mm. like, okay, now, now I need to work with this one. Now I need to work with this one. Like, I I know that there's a new crystal coming in my life soon. (laughs) And it is a type of quartz, Jake. <laughs> it is. And listen, I'll be the I'll be the wackadoo one that goes off the rails for a minute. I Go am not exclusive. I'm not exclusive to just crystals only. So I, if anybody knows me, what do you have in t- your hand? This is a fan. Oh, okay, I'm like, what um, is that? It's, it looks like a special, like fancy type of like rose quartz thing. I'm like, what does he have? Because- it's like it disguises as a perfume bottle, and then you like can pull it out as a fan. It's so good. Um, a little essential oil tablet right here. You can put orange oil or whatever you want. It's so good. I love it. Can we it. please tap into Jake's past life? Please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please. The please. He must have been royal. Please. Um, please go ahead, so, Jake. <laughs> so, of course, I love, I'm always partial to a crystal. There's such beautiful energy. But I, anybody who's been to my space, had, had sessions with me, knows that you will find stones on my yeah. table as well. I pick up stones all the time, sometimes Aww. in the woods or maybe by water. And I really have such a special place in my heart for stones. Honestly, if I'm doing intense healing work for myself, I will usually grab for one of the stones that I found from out and about that has no name. Um, I just think there's such a beautiful personality that you can find. And there's such um, the same reason why some people will gravitate working with tree energy, right? Those yeah. old, ancient um, kind of grandmother, grandfather energies, um, mm-hmm. teachers. I think that there's something so powerful and wise that can be found in stones. And of course, the, the stones from different areas will affect, you know, how they might help you. So a stone from the river um, might really help you kind of move past emotional blockages or subconscious issues. 
Um, maybe something from up in the mountains might help you kind of step into your potential and kind of find, you know, that light in the tunnel that's going to help you kind of break over um, any kind of hurdles. Mm -hmm. So I would just encourage anybody, if you love to go on nature walks or if you're ever out and about and you see a stone that just catches your eye, it might not be beautiful. A lot of the stones that I have are, you know, brown or dull grays and they're just as special. Um, I would encourage you to pick it up, feel it out and see if that one's calling to you or not. And you never know, you might find a crystal in nature. I've found big chunks of quartz outside um, and and in nature walks, you know, if you look hard enough. Or Um, you might find a um, fossil. Like, yes, there's a lot of those around here. I mean, I do the same thing. I have sea glass, I have uh, Mm -hmm. shells, you know, from different things. So it's really about working with the elements. Yeah. I love it so much. So yeah, go outside, find a stone that calls out to you and see how that works. Because I think that that's also a really great way for people who are kind of starting out into feeling out energy or working with crystals for the first time. I think it's such a beautiful intuitive approach to not have the privilege of knowing what this crystal is, its name and what its purpose is. Have that stone, feel it out, develop that relationship with your stone have an idea of what your relationship is supposed to be like and what you're both supposed to teach each other. I think that that could be a really beautiful challenge, you know, um, just to tap into that intuition. And it's a way to ground you back to that place. You know, I always ask if it's a stone from the river, like, Oh, can I take you home with me? Or do I, you, you know, I ask permission Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. I take it. And then, yeah, when I do hold those, or maybe I'll bring one to my desk and then it's a way if I need grounding just to hold on to it and feel how I feel in that place, wherever that mm-hmm. is, that brings me peace um, to kind of bring that into my, into my day. Yeah. And I'm no stranger to releasing stones either. I, oh. sometimes it's kind of like a duration, right? Sometimes I'll bring a stone back to where it came from, or I might feel guided to bring it with me if I'm traveling and I'll leave it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really special dance that I think is so fun. And I would definitely encourage everybody to try it out. You bring up a good point about like maybe a crystal leaving you. Like it's like, I'll look for a certain crystal and I'm like, Oh, where to go. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess we've parted ways. Like, yes. And then sometimes I'll be like, I want it back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all the times. Yeah. Like clients will be like, Oh, I lost my favorite crystal that I just, that I've had for years, or I just bought this one and it disappeared from me. Yeah. And, I think that's something funny to look at. You know, maybe it's a conversation of, did I buy the stone and it wasn't right for me right now? Or was it just not the one in my best interest? Or did the fairies take it? Or now you've evolved and you need a little bit different. That is very true. Situation, Or you've worked through this part. Now you're ready for this part. And it's just a little bit different of a vibration. Mm -hmm. I mean, vibrations are all colors. So if you think of all the paint chips at a store, like choosing a color of something it's the same with vibration mm-hmm. and it's the same with how that crystal can be used to be just a little bit different for whatever you're going through or healing or manifesting mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and sometimes it's just not the right energy for you at the moment you know um maybe you're reaching for a certain stone i'm trying to think of a good one a good example um oh like sometimes obsidian sometimes obsidian isn't everybody's best friend well, um, or even how light cardiac issues if you have a pacemaker <laughs> <laughs> there's that too. um like oh how light i think is a better example actually how light is a really great one for helping people navigate one. the psyche 
Um, but some people who might be in a very sensitive space might not be open to that kind of, of depth, right? Mm-hmm. Of peeling back the onion just yet. Sometimes we need a couple other steps in between. So just because we're kind of gunning for a certain stone does not necessarily mean that we're ready just yet for it. Yeah. You know, not every medicine in the in the cabinet is right for you. Or you're just told which one that you've never heard of before, like Apophilite, when Rachel and I went to. <laughs> I love Apophilite. That's yes. sitting in my bed right now. Yeah, I've got it right here. Like, it just came to me, and then it was like, oh my gosh, this does make sense for both of us, but in mm-hmm. a little different way. And I, and I do mm-hmm. think the other thing is, is that just because like this crystal maybe works with Melissa this way doesn't mean it work with me in the same way. Absolutely. I think that's another thing to look at it. Like, just make sure that when you're working with the crystal, be open to see what comes through when you're like, oh, well, I'm supposed to do this with it. It's okay if it doesn't. Maybe it opens you up to something bigger and better and more powerful. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Anything else you guys want to add about um, using crystals? And I, the other thing I do want to add is that I, I would recommend maybe, you know, picking up a crystal and using it in your meditative practice. And then when you're finished with your meditation, maybe doing a little bit journaling and see what comes through. Yeah, I, I think that just uh, I know myself when I started out on my journey collecting stones, collecting tools and resources, I got very it was a slippery slope, right? And then all of a sudden I had so many crystals and I was not using any of them, right? Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend, you know, if you feel like you've got a lot in your cabinet, a lot of crystals, feel one, pick one and decide mm-hmm. to work with it for a week. And then yeah. next week, try another one, develop a relationship and feel, is this the right stone for me right now? Or is this a better service somewhere else in my house or in my office or with a family member? Um, something like that. I, in my practice, I will from time and time again, give a crystal right off my table just because spirit will say, that's not yours anymore, friend. And I'll be like, wow. really? Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> um, but listen, I go with it. I've done it with tarot decks too. And I love every single one of them. But yeah, it's it's a really special, it's like a friend. It's a new friend. Yeah. How about for you? I also don't think you should look up the meaning of the crystal right away. You know, mm. one draws to you, figure it out for yourself. Like, what do you feel? Where do you feel it? Mm-hmm. Do you feel lighter, different, something? Mm-hmm. And, and then you'll have that validation when you do look it up. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was right. That's what it does. Yeah. And the, the last thing I do want to add is that you don't have to get on the trendy train. Just because right. Moldavite was super popular doesn't mean you have to go out and spend thousands of dollars buying a Moldavite. Right? Exactly. Vermilion, you know, the, it's it, the TikTok crystal, you know, jump on that train, you know, which drives cost of crystals super high. <laughs> uh-huh. And you may not yes. need to work with that crystal, you know, not everybody, the energy, like Moldavite, especially that's a weird, it's a, it's an interesting energy that comes through with that crystal. Mm-hmm. Just thinking of it, I'm like, oh. And a good idea, if you buy online for crystals anywhere you shop, are they ethically sourced? Absolutely. Look into that one. Did you know a fun fact is that a big portion of the crystal market is actually produced by the Taliban? Thank you, Jake. Look into that (laughs) one. It's it's because they own a lot of caves um, in Africa and Middle East. Um, Anyway, so look into ethically sourced crystals. Ethically source, but also don't be duped. Like if you go into Etsy, like they can make like this is a super what? big crystal. All right. This is a beta. It's big. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, I'm gonna go on to Etsy and I'm gonna get this size. So oh, like because the yeah. way that they're they can pick, they can take a picture of it. It's like, oh, it's so big, and you get it, and you're like, Are you kidding me? Well, it's even the easiest ones that happen all the time, amethyst and citrine, right? Oh, yes. So when you 
heating up amethyst will make it turn orange um and a whole bunch of other crystals moldavite yeah. even most of the moldavite you people are buying i feel so bad to see it is glass it's yep. glass i was just found a, found a bunch of uh, fake moldavite actually in provincetown i was just there um at the you know at a little shop i won't say where but i was looking at it and it was very visibly glass from somebody who owns and how moldavite. much were they I know selling it, it like. for uh, it uh it was a piece kind of about the size of a dime it was about 125 um which number one way overpriced for that size but number two visibly glass so it just it's unfortunate you know if you've got an eye for it you're like oh hope nobody falls for that but yeah. if you are searching for that tiktok crystal right um you're gonna want to run yeah. after it because it looks so good it's got so many great properties you know just look into it, find yeah. images of it, research it, see if there's a way that you can validate it, especially for the stones that are pricey. Exactly. Like I, Views. you know, I can toot Tony's horn all day, but I yeah. love that she knows her sellers, right? She does. Um, like with the Beta Morian quartz, she knows the man that owns that land that it came mm-hmm. from. Um, Tibetan quartz, you know, things like that. It's, it's nice to know what channels they come from. Yeah. Um, just to validate it. I mean, things are pricey and you have the right as a consumer. <laughs> to know <laughs> so when in doubt go to tony shop <laughs> exactly yes exactly <laughs> i mean you bring up a good point like go go to where and also like you know you know the vibe in which you're buying from you know the seller you trust the seller you know yeah so exactly all right you guys well all of you have a great day that's all folks bye, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.